The timing of this podcast couldn't be better for anybody with a small business, whether that be uh, like many of you in real estate or associated to real estate, but hospitality, gyms, personal trainers, anybody who's been deeply affected by the crisis or perhaps people that have now found themselves out of work but are now looking to build personal brands in the hope of establishing their own businesses on the other side of the pandemic, then this is a valuable podcast. There's some great strategies that you can deploy right now if your social media following is zero. And for those businesses that have developed a bit of a following but are now looking to amplify their message in this particularly difficult time, then uh, Ivan's got some spectacular suggestions. So Ivan Vantaggiato is a digital media specialist. He quickly uh, came from obscurity to a Instagram following of over 40,000. Not exactly sure why he decided to research the sector further. And the more he did, the more he realized there was a space for somebody like him. He really does specialize in helping small businesses, uh, those uh, personal brands and the like, get a global audience. And so his thoughts around all of that are really important at this time. He's got his finger on the pulse and understands exactly where the social media landscape lies. And I think you'll get enormous value uh, from this particular podcast. As I said, if you're a small to medium business or somebody looking to grow your personal brand or is looking to secure greater market share uh, of that shrinking pie that's uh, occurring in our economy right now or perhaps got your sights set on brighter days on the other side of all of this. So uh, I hope you enjoy it and there's some great takeaways, plenty you can deploy today to make a difference in your business. May I introduce you, Ivan Vantaggiato. Welcome to the Property Pulse podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge. Hi, Ivan. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Uh, Pleasure on mine, Dave. Uh, Ivan, so tell us a little bit about your story, where you started, where you started to see the potential in what you're doing now and how you're deploying that um, right now. Well, uh, Digital Marketing Tribe really started without me knowing probably about five years ago. So I was uh, a Telstra BDM Mm -hmm. uh, working in the telecommunication industry um, in the small to medium business market. Uh, But around five years ago, Instagram had really started to take off in a big way. And I've always been a very visual, uh, visual person. And so the platform stood out to me. And I thought to myself, okay, well, I'm going to start an account. So this is purely as a hobbyist. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, okay, well, what would I talk about or what would, what would my account be, be about? And I'm a pretty um, motivated kind of individual. I wake up every morning um, extremely motivated. So I thought, well, you know what, if I can share a little bit of my motivation um, out there in the world using this thing called Instagram, well, that would be pretty great. So I <laughs> went about uh, you know, posting an average of two to three posts per per day every day for about two years and I had grown my following to about 27,000 followers and this incredible is crazy um, and it, this was right across um, right across the internet so it wasn't just specific to a particular city because I mean motivation is something that we all need and Absolutely. what would happen and what would happen in um, in 2017 is that uh, I would be you know very much like yourselves, I'd come out to you guys and talk about Telstra, and then you would be like, oh, I wonder if, um, I wonder if Ivan's on Instagram, and then you'd, you'd see my following, and I'd get phone calls. I'd well, get phone calls, uh, 
um, of people saying, hey, like, why do you have so many followers? Like, why aren't you in marketing? <laughs> it, was, it was like, and, and in my mind, what I did is I put agencies on a pedestal. So mm-hmm. what I thought was, well, if one guy can get 27,000 followers, imagine what these agencies can do. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it was a, you know, a little bit of um, not, not, not a lot of self-belief, yeah. uh, but, it, but it kept on coming. And so we're talking like, you know, January, February, March, 2017. It's like, why do people keep saying that? <laughs> and then I, I just started to do a little bit of research and it was probably around Easter 2017. And I was like, hang on a minute, there's social media agency over here with 200 followers. There's social media agency mm. over there with, with a thousand followers. The best that I could find in my city was about a thousand followers, <laughs> but they were selling courses and trainings and how to do it. I, I, I just, but I but just, just not executing themselves, just no personal experience whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I, I thought to myself, I must be like looking up the wrong things, but these were people that were coming up on page one of Google. So <laughs> I, I was a little bit shocked because I was I was very confused, to say the least. I was like, this doesn't sound right because, I mean, you would never go to a personal trainer who's got a gut. Yeah. So <laughs> why, right. why has no one picked up that? I mean, if these people can't do it for themselves, how are they going to do it for you? Mm. And so I was, I'm always, I've always been very good at the front. And although I, can, I could do two posts per day, three posts per day, for myself every single day, I, I knew straight away that as soon as I started to get um, clients on board, that I just wasn't going to be able to stick to doing mm. that consistently for others. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to a, um, a very good friend of mine who worked in HR at the time mm-hmm. and a close friend that we've known each other for now 18 years. Wow. And I said, hey, how's your HR business going? Um, you know, do you like what you do? And uh, I don't think, you know, I don't think he, I've called him at the right time. I don't think he was too happy with the day-to-day regime. Yeah. And so I said to him, look, this is my plan. I plan to do this. Um, if you take care of the back, I can take care of the front. And literally all he said was, well, if I don't have to speak to anybody and I just do what I do, mm. I'm quite happy. Hmm. So that's literally, uh, we p- picked a name. Um, and we just happened to pick Digital Marketing Tribe. There were a couple of options, but we went with Digital Marketing Tribe. Yeah. And um, we, we, we we got started. And when we got started, we literally started with $500. So I walked away from Telstra and, and six-figure job. Um, <laughs> I, I, went up, I went up to my fiancé. And this was one year before our wedding. So oh. there, was a lot, there was a lot of riding on this. So how did that conversation go? Uh, I got given three months. Okay. So, well, you knew okay. she was marriage material then. Oh yeah. No, we we had been dating for um, ten years. Yep. So we you know we, we we it was going to happen. Like you know we were uh, we had set the date. We had you know prepaid a lot of the a lot of the things that you do have to you know pay deposits for. Yeah. So the wedding was definitely going to go ahead. But okay. I mean, even after perfect. you came up with this idea, I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's what I'm saying. After that, you knew she was marriage material. She was going to let you do that just a year out from the wedding. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, but like all people that care about um, their loved ones, you know, there were just some just genuine concerns about, you know, is this going to work? I don't want you to be disappointed. Like all the very common things that someone who cares about someone will do. And so mm. that was mainly her concern. I don't, I don't she believed in the drive. She just didn't know whether going from a telco career to a marketing agency career um, without having worked in another marketing agency 
was ever going to be possible. Yeah. And uh, and, and why did and why did you think it was like what what was the the pivotal moment where you thought you know what what this is worth doing this is there's a business opportunity here. Uh, to be you know 100 percent transparent, I just knew I was better than them. Right. Like, and 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 and, and uh, to to rephrase that, I was better at them at Instagram, and that's mm. exactly what I stuck to. So I stuck okay. to my I stuck to my guns. Yeah. And so what I did was we didn't go out there and start to do 50 million things. What we did was look, we're really good at this, and there's only two of us right now, so we're not going to try and pretend to be something that we're not mm. and that was really really important because we knew how to do one thing and that's all we did and we really stuck to it religiously so when people said oh and can you also make my website no and can you also do my facebook advertising no like we literally just do this one thing mm. and so that really really helped and you know if you are listening and you are thinking about starting your own business you don't have to do 50 million things. You just got to do the one thing that you're good at initially and then recruit people that are good at those things. And so fast forward from 2017 to now, we, we have six people uh, that work in our organization. We've uh, absolutely expanded uh, the, the products offering that we do. And in fact, everything that we did in 2017, we no longer do in 2020 because the rules have changed, the uh, strategies have changed, uh, uh, but at the time, we just stuck to one thing. Uh, we were known for that thing, and it, that's all. You know, we didn't try and do you know anything else that we didn't personally know we were good at. Because my my thoughts are, if I can't do it for me, I can't do it for you. Like it's just that simple. Mm. And that's where I feel a lot of marketers are trying to um, are trying to do something that they already know that they can't do or can't deliver but they'll just hope that in the two three months that the customer gives them that they'll be able to wing it and mm. and actually you know get something um so yeah that that, that that's how we've uh, we've grown you know we've we've always been a muff by muff business we've never had any lucky contracts because you know marketing is so important to a business you know if the only thing tying us together is a piece of paper we're both in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So, so you guys started out really heavily Instagram. That was your area of specialty, and and you you said at the time you knew you were better than everybody else at Instagram. When did you realise that your talents uh, could cross disciplines? So now you you, you were mentioning there that uh, Instagram's not such a big focus now, and that you've you've really shifted your attention into these other fields. Um, what are some of those other fields, and um, when did you realise your learnings from Instagram were applicable to these um, other sectors? So. Initially, when we were just doing Instagram, you know, company would say, you know, hey, so who would who would you recommend for me to go to do my Facebook advertising, or who would you recommend for me to go and get a website made, or you know, or any other form of marketing? And what would happen is that both. Um, you know, the customer and us would be disappointed because, you know, they would either not reply or they'd send an invoice and then not get the job done or they'd miss deadlines. So we started to think, you know, look, we're, you know, we're giving referrals and we're um, giving the work out to others because we just really, really want to stick to this one thing. But then the customer ended up with, with a overall marketing strategy uh, that wouldn't uh, deliver because of other factors from, you know, just businesses that weren't uh, playing at our level, at our level of um, our customer care. Mm. And uh, the other thing about moving or not moving and expanding our service reach is that 
A, not every business should be on Instagram. And mm-hmm. also, when you, when we, what we were doing on Instagram was all organic. And so organic is about, you know, building your brand, building your awareness, building your reach. Yeah. Whereas advertising, so doing very specific Facebook ads, Instagram ads, LinkedIn advertising, mm-hmm. you are specifically targeting people that are already searching for what you need. Mm. And they are very, two very different worlds. And so mm. that's where a lot of small businesses are confused about social media. They're like, oh, but I am doing 30 posts per month. Why am I not getting clients? Yeah. That's organic. That's not, that's just building your brand, building your awareness. And yes, there can be work that comes out of it. Mm. But if you do a targeted Facebook ad to, let's say, for example, um, you're, you know, you, you have a lawn mowing business mm-hmm. and you have particular suburbs that you're really interested in working in. If you go on your organic page and just post before and afters, yeah, that's great. You might get someone. But if you do a targeted ad in your particular suburb saying, you know, we're in this suburb and, you know, we can give you the best um, service, well, people in that suburb see it and they're like, yeah, I do actually need a new gardener. Click the button and make the call. Yeah. So that is the big difference of why we decided to expand. As far as what we've expanded to, we've expanded to SEO, yep. to AdWords, to yep. Facebook advertising. Mm-hmm. And to uh, Facebook chatbots, so they okay. are the core core things that we've expanded to. Okay, very interesting. Um, and you were kind of leaning into it there, and I didn't want to interrupt you because you were kind of going in the direction I'd like to take this in. Because you know we are, you know, we're in the midst of this Corona crisis right now that's uh, really affecting um, what well, all almost all sectors all around the world. And I know so many small business people in particular are really hurting, but also feeling a lot of small businesses they've got the greatest potential to grow with social media strategy, uh, with use of chatbots and and the types of technologies that you're deploying on behalf of your clients. So that's why I was really keen to have a bit of a chat to you. So um, for a lot of small business people, mums and dads businesses, maybe a handful of employees, probably a business size not altogether different to uh, yours and mine. Um, what's uh, If they don't have, if they're starting from scratch and they've tried to ignore social media to, to this point and they've, uh, they've, they've basically been hoping that it'll go away and it hasn't. And now they've got a month where they've maybe got to stay at home and really rethink their business, whether they continue their business, and if they do, how they come out on the other side. What are a few tips or ideas for those people that are starting from scratch? And then perhaps afterwards we'll talk a little bit more about those people that have already got a bit of a social game and how they can uh, perhaps amplify that in these times. So, look, when it comes to Facebook chatbots um, and uh why you would want to use them, I'll give you one particular statistic. Well, uh, what's, a, what's a chatbot, just real quick for those people that might not be familiar with it at all? So a Facebook chatbot is a, um, a mini AI that you put into your Facebook Messenger for your company page. Mm. And when you do that, you can set uh, very specific, specific linear conversations that the chatbot can have automatically with your potential customers. Mm-hmm. And that can be from frequently asked questions to sales funnels to um, customer care to you know answering very specific questions about the brand and the advantages of it is that it's 24 7 it doesn't stop it will continue to give the exact answer and so if you have a specific question where the answer is always the same you can turn it into a facebook chatbot conversation Mm. The, the main benefit of that is that email marketing on at 
best that has uh, you know 30 35 percent mm. across many different industries yeah uh, chatbots have 90 percent open rates so that's incredible look at when we look at your um your cafes your restaurants your gyms your personal mm. trainers your uh, lifestyle coaches business coaches it, you you know your home run now for the next 30 days and you may have you know listened to to this podcast literally mm. after you listen to this you go on google and you type in how to use chatbot for my industry mm. and you will be amazed at the level of information that's out there already and it's literally changing businesses but if you if you're at home right now and you know we're all at home because of this um, um, COVID-19 yeah the most important thing right now is to really um, really look at your business model because your business model has been challenged and it's been challenged by something that none, none of us expected and so even us as an agency we're looking at our business model and going right where can we uh, create new products in the future where we can have cash flow no matter what you know do we create private facebook groups where we're every week we're adding value and giving tips and you know we have a monthly subscription tour do we create our own online courses and then keep updating them and keeping people updated with this uh, thing called digital marketing we're thinking about these things and so if you're at home you've been impacted by this it's time to really you know pull your whole business model apart and find where the gaps are and to figure out how can i do it i'll give you a great example there is a bakery and what they've done is they've actually created baking kits so you can actually pick up this particular baking kit and then what they've done is they've used social media to create videos on the type of different combinations that you can do with this baking kit. Mm. And that's completely changing how this bakery did business two weeks ago. Yeah. So they're giving people the, the kit, then they're showing how to make you know the, this particular kit work in many different ways mm. and getting the family involved with baking. And so it's gonna change. I mean, things have to change. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's necessary that we, um, that we think about it and that we uh, modify our marketing yeah. uh, to suit. To suit. And, I, and I guess, you know, there are those small businesses out there that haven't really turned their attention to social media. And we've shared with them, I guess, uh, a sense as to what the, the chat bot does. And, 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 and from that perspective, the interface with the client is they're on, and they might have experienced that if not on Facebook, on a website, uh, they've gone on their little box sits, uh, pops up, you know, uh, how can we help you? And you kind of, you chat into that and sometimes it's a live person at the other end sometimes it's AI often you wouldn't know the difference but you, you're tailoring that specifically to work on the social media platforms uh, to then form as a funnel so that you can collect people's uh, details their phone numbers their email addresses and then uh, you can use that data in the future to retarget those people with special offers so uh, as you were saying if it was a uh, lawn mowing business for instance well you know you do your promotion uh, the chatbot does its thing it collects data on people that have lawns in uh, uh, the suburb that you want to service and then uh, you've got those details two months time you don't you maybe don't have to run a campaign uh, with a big expensive uh, spend on uh, or on any of the platforms or in the media you can just simply send a message out uh, to those people that have already engaged with your page that are familiar with your services and let them know that maybe you got 10 or 20 percent off on a special for the for the month of June because it's a bit of a slow month so that that's that's really how a, a chatbot can can work in a in, in a, a real world setting, isn't it? Spot on. Spot awesome. On. Um, 
it's it's exactly how it works. It's about having a communication channel with your clients that you didn't have before. And this particular communication channel is fast. It moves really quick. People feel comfortable with it. Mm. And uh, for a lot of business owners, are like, oh, but it, it sounds impersonal. Mm. Well, look, we are in a in a society that is not very personal right now. They people actually do prefer to never speak to someone and just get the information they need, and then they'll come back and buy when they're ready to buy. Well, actually, I would counter that and say I think it's an opportunity to get more personal because, you know, with any any interpersonal relationship, it starts with a, a brief conversation or maybe a chat on the phone or it's a, it's a brief encounter, typically speaking, and then the relationship grows over a period of time. And so what you're doing with the chatbot is you're creating a, an opportunity to make the most of that first, that first meeting, that first brief encounter, and then putting it into... A, a structure whereby you can develop and nourish that relationship over a period of time. Spot on, spot on. And uh, I think that for a lot of business owners, initially they think that it's not going to be um, personal, mm. uh, but it actually, yeah, it actually becomes more personal. Uh, and uh, it, you know, it's about connecting on a on a different level, mm. um, doing things a little bit different. Yeah. And, and it, it, yeah, the, the results show for it. Uh, you know, the, the results are there. You know, there isn't a industry at the moment that this particular tool is not helping. Mm. It's uh, helping, uh, 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 like I said, restaurants, cafes. It's helping personal trainers. Mm. It's it's helping so many different industries um, to to assist them with. You know, this thing uh, called communicating, you know, like communicating mm. with your clients, communicating with uh, suppliers. Um, we use it for sporting clubs. So we actually were the mm. first to implement it for the Norwood Football Club, which is a football uh, An Aussie Rules team? Yeah. Yeah, Aussie Rules. And they saw, they saw it straight away. They saw the benefit. They're like, uh, yeah, I get this. Mm. Uh, I under- we understand because we now have a new stream of communication with our clients and our sponsors. So we can go to the sponsors and say, hey, listen, we've got this many subscribers. We've got a 90% open rate. What kind of thing do you want to offer or what kind yeah. of special or promo do you want to offer these people? So that's the power of it. But as always, you know, we do need to... Uh, we need to understand and we need to apply these tools. And all these tools are great, but there needs to be an overall strategy uh, behind it. You know, it's, mm. you know, anybody could go out there today and, you know, plug a chatbot to, yeah. to their Facebook page, but it, what strategy are we going to use to make the most of it? Yeah, really yeah. implementation and, and, and the strategy that goes in behind that is, uh, is critical. That's all in the execution. I, I would say that there's probably a lot of people, especially in small business, that um, mightn't be aware of how the chatbot works. And, and, uh, and so what you're kind of leaning into there a little bit is that you've got this chatbot. Now, now it's how do we create opportunities for the chatbot? And, and that's where you're talking about the marketing strategy uh, that goes in behind that in terms of uh, the visuals, the mediums, the platforms that you might distribute through so you're giving your chatbot an opportunity to speak to more people. Spot on. Spot okay. On. It, it's, um... So even if I had no followers on social media today, I could get a page together, uh, get a chatbot, put it together and use the chatbot to help me grow my following? Is that something that you're doing for people? 
Yes, so um, I'll give you an example. Let's say if you run a pizza place. And so if you run a uh, pizzeria... I'd love to run a pizza place just between you and me. I'd love to. I'd love to to run an Italian (laughs) place. That'd be awesome. Um, But let's say, you know, you've just got your Facebook page for the first time. You've connected this thing called a chatbot. You do your first post. And the first post is type in your favourite topping to get 10% off. No, And then then people will go in the comments, they'll type in their favourite topping. When Mm -hmm. they type in their favourite topping, the chatbot will kick in and the chatbot will give the 10% discount. When... Then you're building your subscriber list and you're building your Facebook list at the same time. So it's about you know being clever, engaging, um, and you know to think of things that people will want to engage in. Because I mean, if somebody said to me, "What's your favorite pizza topping?" I, I would I would interact with that post. Mm. Uh, but if you say we're the best pizza place and we've just opened up. Yeah. Nobody cares. No. Nobody cares. No, no, that's exactly right. And, and, and underpinning all of that was the, the value of that little uh, piece of engagement. It was uh, we actually care enough about you to ask you something and, and so we care about your opinion. And so what a wonderful way to kind of kick off that relationship. Hey, don't know you. What do you think about this? This is what we do. What do you think about what would, you, what would be your perfect style? And be oh, well, that's nice that they ask me. Um, okay, I think this. Great. Well, we do that and we can do that for you. And this is, and all of a sudden it's starting that conversation off in a really warm way. Um, and I think that that's kind of contrary to what a lot of small businesses think. Like they, they, they think it is this cold uh, kind of uh, touch point. But it, but it actually, when it's done right, it, it isn't at all, is it? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, it can be um, as entertaining and helpful um, as you want it to be. And, you know, if you don't think outside the square, it will be boring. Um, mm. As are, unfortunately, a lot of posts and a lot of content out there. You know, posting pixelated images is not right. You know, posting, um, you know, too much text, you know, having like almost like a, a mini book written on a social media post, that's, you know, it's not going to... Um, you know, it's not going to work. So mm. you just gotta, you know, you gotta look at the um, the opportunity, look at the platforms, analyze what some of your competitors are doing on it, and then put your own flavor, your own spin on it. And if your competitors aren't on there, well, then you are leading the way. And eventually, after you know so many posts, you will figure it out. Ivan, is there any hot tips, trends, or uh, anything that you could suggest to those people that? So I think we've given a a great deal of background around chatbots for those people that would be completely uh, unaware um, of how all of that works and how actually it's a technology that's accessible to just everyday uh, small to medium businesses like yours and mine. You know, this is is something that people can get in contact with you today, build out in a week or so, experiment, tinker, refine, iterate – get working great in a month or so and uh and and you you kind of see the results from that pop up uh within the next two to three months of that it really is um funnel creation isn't it it's not necessarily and it be although it can be transactional it's really just harnessing more data more information so that you can redeploy that at at an appropriate time in the future when you've got something to talk about or or talk to uh these people about is that right yeah, spot on. Spot okay. on. So, um, first advice uh, is, uh, you know, to, to you know, you are at home right now. You do have more time than ever. Uh, jump on, jump online and learn. Learn as much as you can. 
Uh, you know, you got lots and lots of people putting a lot of value out there on social media, including us, especially on our LinkedIn page. You know, we put a ton of content out there um, on our on our digital marketing tribe YouTube channel. We're going for one video per day now. Brilliant. Uh, we do we do live webinars on YouTube as well, so that we you know we're teaching people how to speed up their website. What's Google advertising? What's Facebook advertising? What are the opportunities out there? And also, right now is a great time for you to put out content as well. Mm. So if you're sitting at home and you are a personal coach or a business coach, just get out there and, and put some content out on, on YouTube because internet traffic is now 30% up. And, and so. And what, and what if you are one of those businesses that is somewhat affected by the closure, say restaurant, cafe? I know you've got a lot of those types of clients. What, what would be your advice to those guys right now? And my advice right now is if you have the possibility to do delivery, do delivery because one thing that hasn't changed is people are still hungry, people still need to eat and I know that it can be um, disheartening the fact that you've had to let go of a lot of people, you've had to let go of a lot of stuff but the reality is that people in your community within your 5-8 kilometre radius still need to eat and so if you make it really simple for them, you get some family packs, some two-for-ones, some delivery options, um, you you know do you know a ten percent discount on pickup? You know people will come and they will support you. The challenge is if you haven't had a social channels to communicate with your clients before, well now you're in trouble, and that's what we're seeing a lot on social media um, across our across our country. Yeah, is that they relied on their walk-in, they relied on people calling the phone, they yeah. relied on their old customers. Yeah, and those customers are now jumping ship because somebody on social media has said, hey, support my local business by ordering takeaway from me and they're going over there because you you're not on there so it's very very important to never rely on existing customers and to always think how can i reach more people how can i talk to more people that's very very important and, and a great lesson um from COVID 19 for all of us you know it's not just about your existing clientele it should always be seeking more and for those businesses, and it doesn't really matter where they are around the world, but for, for those businesses that have maybe left it too late, can they just get in contact with you and, and, and still enjoy some of the benefits of getting this, this structure set up so that they, uh, they might be a little bit slow from getting, getting out of the gates, but ultimately there'll be a time in the next month, two months, three months where they'll start to see this starting to work and then they won't be falling behind their competitors in the same way. Is that, is that something that's possible? Can they do that now? Uh, look, this phone is on 24-7. Yeah, uh, we've had uh, you know phone calls at uh, um, six a.m. We've had phone calls at uh, ten p.m. The uh, the phone is on, and you know my my line is available. Um, I'm very fortunate that I have developed skills that right now can be utilised mm. uh, for for to help these guys. And there is no holding back from our end. Um, there's a lot of things that we're doing on the on the. Um, we're, there's a lot of things that we're doing behind the back that we're not talking about because we don't feel that we need to talk about it because mm. you know we're just we're just doing what's necessary right now. Right now. You know, there's no need. There's no need to, um, you know, you know, beat our chest saying, "Oh wow, those guys are doing those things." You know, for me right yep. now, it's um, you know, somebody says, "Hey, I listen to you on a podcast. Can you give me five minutes of your time?" The answer is always yes. Yep. Yep. So people can just uh, get in contact with you. Um, have that five-minute, ten-minute conversation. You can diagnose maybe uh, some of the holes in their armour and uh, and seek to uh, get a plan together for them that uh, gets them on track or back on track and uh, making the most of the um, uh, of the period ahead. Yep. 
And, very, very true. And how can how can people reach out to you? Uh, the the YouTube channel um, where people can get some of those helpful hints and tips. Yep. So the YouTube channel is just called the Digital Marketing Tribe. Brilliant. T R I B. On LinkedIn is the same. On Facebook is the same. On Instagram is the same. Um, and then from there you'll be able to find me personally. You know, Ivan Vantaggiato, which is a mouthful for a lot, a lot of us. <laughs> um, but you know, look, if you look up Digital Marketing Tribe, you'll see us. Um, you know, we just, for example, today we just literally just posted. You know. LinkedIn advertising, you know, what stops you from doing advertising on LinkedIn? You know, just mm. uh, I'm curious, I'm curious to know uh, what stops people from, you know, taking advantage of these things because the great, great thing about digital advertising is A, the analytics because you can see where your money's gone yeah. and you can pause it at any time. So if it doesn't work, you don't have a $3,500 radio campaign that, oh, well, well, there goes my money. Yeah. You know, at $200 down the road, you can say, well, it's not really working. Pause. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of liken um, digital marketing a little bit like uh, going to the gym. Like if you're a, if you're a skinny guy and you've never gone to you've never done weights before, and you start doing weights five days a week for the next six months, well, you're gonna you're gonna put on size. You're just gonna get bigger. You're gonna get muscles. You're gonna your whole body is gonna change. But then you know in the next six months you can keep doing that same thing. You you might not necessarily see the the same same gains and. And, and that's probably at the point you, you need advice to know what to do fundamentally at the beginning. And then you get to a point where uh, you need a coach and somebody to help you refine and iterate, but also somebody who's got their finger on the pulse when it comes to the ever-changing landscape of social media, uh, AI tools, um, the, the, the landscape when it comes to um, search engine optimization. Uh, all, of the, all of these things, you know, it, it just takes... A, a nuanced change in Facebook's algorithm to really make it a, a, a detrimental or positive effect to uh, a post-organic reach, for instance. And you're across all of that, and and I think so. You know, for for those people that you know uh, that that weedy guy walking into the gym for the first time, you're a great resource. They can jump online, they can find out so much stuff for free because you're always putting the content out there uh, on LinkedIn and on on YouTube. They can glean a lot to get themselves started. Um, and if they do need to consult with you, they can certainly give you a call, and then you can kind of introduce them uh, to these other tools that are really uh, putting a turbocharger on people's social media presence. But for those businesses that have already got a game, that are already doing well, um, and you'd be, if you're doing well and you're doing it on yourself, then I think you're doing it with very limited capacity. And uh, um, for those people that are already enjoying success on social media, then you know the, that the investment's worthwhile. And especially when you compare it against, say, print media or radio or TV in particular. But for a lot of small businesses, it's the difference between chucking something in a letterbox or putting an ad in the back of a paper um, or doing a digital media and those people that have been doing it doing it well so far that have been building brands regularly posting getting content out there know that it works knows that's the investment in time and and a little bit of money is certainly worthwhile but it's certainly it, it'll put a turbocharge on your business attaching some of the technologies that you guys have been developing uh, to that type of business and that's that guy that's you know been going five days 
days a week, doing really well, but now wants to go to the next level, you need a coach and you need that next level uh, technology that unfortunately as small business operators, pizza bar owners, real estate agents and cafe owners and the like, we, we're just not well placed. You know, that's not our space. But if you're already killing it on social media compared to your, your peers, then, you know, the best thing you can do is uh, engage uh, Ivan and his team so that essentially they can uh, get to get the absolute most of your organic following uh, and uh, accelerate your overall exposure in your particular marketplace. Does that sound pretty accurate, Ivan? Spot on. Um you know, I think we'll, we'll be we'll be having a chat of um, hiring you more often because <laughs> that, that, that was that was spot on. <laughs> awesome, fantastic, mate. Well, thanks so much for your valuable time. I know you're super busy. You were just mentioning beforehand how a lot of these businesses that are struggling in different sectors are all of a sudden, you know, coming out of the woodwork and uh, and giving you a call and saying, hey, you know, we need you now more than ever. So I, I really do appreciate your time and um, and I wish you all the very best in the in the coming weeks and months to come. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Great, mate. Thank you very much. The Property Pulse podcast is designed for anybody who's dealing in real estate, whether you're buying or selling, expanding upon your portfolio, or perhaps you're a real estate agent and you're just looking for helpful hints and tips that will accelerate your success in real estate. Well, I hope you found a home on the podcast. And if you have, please subscribe to stay tuned to all new episodes as they become available. 